Welcome to the Becoming One podcast, where as the church, we learn to pursue peace in a divided world. Here is your host, Pastor Sean Wilson. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Just coming on here just to share a quick word this morning. Um, I just want to encourage everybody, first off, and uh, and, and first of all, just say thank you for stopping in on our podcast. our broadcast page this morning. Um, but I want to share something about a little bit about the vision, about a prayer that Jesus had shared about when it comes to the becoming one um, broadcast and, and what it represents and what it means, especially in this hour. Of course, we're pursuing peace in the midst of a divided, a divided world. And that's what I think that God is calling us to do at this particular time is to um, to bring peace into the world. And that's through um, the believers that's going to come through the believers by way of the Holy Spirit who've been empowered to walk according to his his glory. Amen. But I want to share this morning on uh, out of the book of John, chapter 17 of where this all originated from. Where did it come from? Becoming one what? Becoming one church. This is talking about believers and pursuing peace as believers. Um, there was uh, three letters, of course, to spell a letter, the number one. And I use that that word one to describe what we are called to do in this hour. The O represents the organized. That means that we need to come together as believers. We need to assimilate. Um, the N means we need to neutralize. Neutralize what? The differences. Our, we need to look at the commonalities between us and our brothers and sisters. Regardless of um, anything else, we need to focus on the essentials to the Christian faith and the doctrine and then go out and do what God has called us to do in the E is evangelize. So to become one, we must do those things. We must organize, neutralize and evangelize. And when we evangelize after we have already assimilated, now we can really minister and make disciples of the world. Amen. Giving God the glory. So I want to share something today out of uh, John chapter 17, and I'm going to start at verse 13. I don't want to read the whole chapter, um, but it's a good bit of it. But I want to read from 13 down to verse uh, 24. But just to share with you why I'm even talking about becoming one and and why this is so important um, for us in this hour. Um, We see we see a lot of things that's going on, but I just want us to listen to this. Just listen to this this morning. It says, but now, and this is Jesus speaking, he's praying for his disciples. He says, but now I am coming to you and these things I speak in the world so that they may have my joy made full in themselves. I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world. Listen to that. I am not asking to take them out of the world, but to keep them away from the evil one. The one they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in truth. Your word is true. Just as you sent me into the world, I also send them into the world. He's talking about his disciples, the apostles, the twelve. And for their sake, I sanctify myself so that they themselves also may be sanctified in truth. I am not asking on behalf of these alone, but also for those who believe in me through their word. Now he's talking about us, those that hear the word and we hear it through the word that is written, the written word, the message that's been given to us. Verse 21, that they may all be one. Just as you and you 
father and and in me and I in you that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you sent me. Wow. Let's read the rest of this. It says the glory which you have given me, I also have given to them so that they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you and me that they may be perfected in unity, which represents one so that the world may know that they, that you sent me and you love them just as you love me. Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me be with me where I am so that they may see my glory, which you have given me for you love me before the foundations of the world. Isn't that a blessing? And, and this is what I want to talk about, man. That is just powerful. He said he says that he wants us to be one. To be unified and unified how through the message. Brothers and sisters, this is what I want to tell you. This has been something that is, I has been dealing with for the last seven years. I even um, named our building the Becoming One Community Resource Center um, because it is very important, it's vital, it's crucial for the body of Christ to be unified and have the same judgments and share the same message. And this is why we must break everything down to the simplest form, to the gospel message and make that the main message of our priority. We can come together and be unified as believers if we focus on the true, the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not here to preach to you right now. I'm just sharing with you um, this 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 uh, this this page. I'm going to tell you, this is going to be something different. This is not something that we're going to go out here and you're going to see theological debates. Um, I can do that, but it's enough of that going on. But the one thing that I don't see that's going on that I really feel that the Lord is leading me to share with you is something I share with my, my, my small congregation is that we must be the examples in order to reach the world. Because we if we walk around and we are not loving to one another as believers, we will be seen as hypocrites amongst the world. And if we're not consistent in our in our walk, um, it doesn't mean that we need to be perfect, but we shouldn't be judging people for things that we are doing ourselves. So what I wanted to really talk about today was the vision, the vision and the focus of the the Becoming One Church channel is this for us to come together. And I have a, a group of uh, pastors that have decided to participate um, and we're going to come on and we're going to have different topics that may come up um, pertaining to how do we handle this as believers in the house, in the house. When I say in the house, I'm not talking about in your particular church house. I'm talking about in the body of Christ, God's house, his house. We all family and we have to learn a couple of things. We need to learn how to communicate. We need to be patient with one another. I mean, we need to understand what it means to truly love one another. I'm going to I'm going to see if I can pull this up real quick is uh, um, Galatians chapter six, um, verse one. And I want to show you something. This is really going to show us um, 
what the call really is. Like Jesus says that we need to be one. I want us to really understand and hear this. Um, in this particular verse, it says, brethren, if anyone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual, this is talking about the mature, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness, each one looking to yourself so that you will not be tempted. I'm going to stop there. The one who's spiritual is supposed to look to himself. He's supposed to restore the other one that has sinned with the spirit of gentleness and then look at ourselves and that lest we be tempted. We need to make sure that we don't become arrogant and, and judgmental when people fall short. There is a call for the spiritual, the spiritually mature. And it is, um, and I like to tell people all the time about giving up, uh, like the tree that bears the most fruit, give up the most fruit. That yields the most fruit, it gives up the most fruit. So if we are fruitful, we give it up. Here is saying the fruit of the spirit has already been communicated in chapter five. And it talks about the gentleness as being the fruit of the spirit. Here it says in the spirit of gentleness, this is what we're supposed to be doing. So how is that all? How are those? I'm not going to teach about the fruit of the spirit right now um, in detail, but I will share this little nugget with you. Fruit grows from truth. The more we hear of what Christ has done for us, the more fruitful we will become. The more we have the truth embedded in us, the more fruitful we will become. And that's what I wanted to share today was a little bit about what we're called to do here on um, and what we're going to be doing here on the Becoming One Church broadcast. Um, we're going to be talking about unifying as believers, not talking about differences, but how do we handle it? How do we how do we handle one another? I mean, it'll be topics is things about tongues and things like that. I know some people were like, man, I don't believe that we can, that that gift exists. I don't believe this. I said, but the scripture tells us how we're supposed to respond to these things. And this is the things that I want to bring up because I want us to understand how to learn to live together as believers so that we can evangelize the world so that God can be glorified in our walks on every day. Like it is a tall order. It is a great responsibility, but God has equipped us to do it. He has equipped us to love one another according to the way that he's calling us to um, walk out. And this, I'm not just talking about the love of hugging one another. I'm talking about the love that is sacrificial. And right now in the world, we see that um, the church has allowed politics to divide it. Um, people have judged the faith of others because of who they vote for or who they don't vote for or where they stand or when they do this or whether they wear a mask or not wear a mask. You know, those types of things are the things that are dividing the body of Christ. And we, the church, have allowed it to happen. One of the things I shared with the congregation this last week was that a lot of times we talk about, yeah, I am the church. I am the church. Well, you know what? I am not the church. All we are are bricks and we build a spiritual house. And when we come together, we build that spiritual house. But by ourselves, we we are not we're not the whole church. The whole church has different gifts. The whole church has different callings. There's people in the church that have different callings, different gifts all over the place. 
And we have to understand that this is part of us coming together. We have to understand that people are going to be called to do things that we're not called to do. People are going to be gifted to do things that we're not gifted to do. People are going to be gifted to do um, and go places that we're not equipped to go. And we have to be okay with that. We have to, we have to stop um, destroying one another. Um, there is a, a pastor. He had a message, uh, Stephen Lawson. I, I love to listen to his teachings. He had a, a message called stop destroying the church. I mean, and it's really what happens is we destroy the church because we start to create our own rules and it separates the church and we should be unified with the message, but we're being separated by isms. So that's what this that's what this church that's what this page is all about. I'm not here to preach at you. We're going to talk. We're going to dialogue. We're going to converse. And if you want to join in conversation, if you got questions and you want to you want to talk about your experience and how it happened. And that's what that by all means, that's what we want to do. We want to bring people in. We want to talk about this and dialogue so that we can help um, encourage the whole and edify the whole body of Christ with a positive message. We have enough people out here who saying that. I'm a prophet and Lord is saying this and I'm a, you know, and I understand that. But the scripture also says that we are to test the prophets. One prophet preaches or speaks in the, in the assembly and then we're supposed to still test it. We're not supposed to believe every spirit, but we are to test all things. We're supposed to hold fast to that, which is good. So those are things that we have to understand that sometimes people going to say things. We're not going to agree with all of they say, but some of what they say may be true. Um, and I'm not talking about the ones that saying that God said all of this and then you trying to sift through that. But I'm just trying to explain to you that there is a way that we can deal with one another, that we can live and function with one another. So I just wanted to kind of give you a little introduction on this, uh, this page and uh, prayerfully that you will hear this message on today. Understand where it has originated from. Understand where we're going. We're not getting into the theological debates. We're here to talk about how we are to live together as believers and not and judge righteously the right things and not judge the wrong things. Um, understanding that in the book of Romans, chapter 14, it talks about there's people with weak faith and strong faith. You know, um, if a person has weak faith, they don't eat vegetables because they are honoring God by not eating vegetables. They said they don't want to defile themselves. They want to honor themselves in that way as I'm just repeating what the scripture says. But the one who um, is strong faith, he eats everything. So it's not even a point for us to go out and say, you got weak faith and, and I got strong faith. That's arrogant. So even in that, just because we know where a person is doesn't mean we need to rub it in their face. So this is a, this is what I mean about um, really the spiritually mature. You may identify error. You may identify weakness. But it's not a chance. It's not a time for you to to um, um, demean them. Sometimes it takes relationships to get people to trust you in that way to where you can really speak in their life to become all things, to all men in hopes that you might win some. I mean, I, we're going to talk about things like that, but I really want to encourage you to um, subscribe, like, subscribe and share our channel because we're going to talk about some real things here. We're going to talk about things that are going to edify the body of Christ, not divide it. And um, we're going to we're going to use the, the wisdom of God that he gives us. Amen. And I really believe and feel that God has given me a gift in that area. So I want to share that. And this is one of the things that has been really been on my heart for many years. I have 
previously I was on a, a radio network, a local radio network, uh, bot radio. I mean, it's not local. Everybody knows what bot radio is, but I was on a local um, platform because I can't afford to pay for all over. But I just want to share some things according to God's word, man, about how we're supposed to be acting, how we're supposed to be treating one another in this hour um, and not really living according to the ways of the world. Don't allow the world to separate the church. Amen. Don't allow the world to separate the church. I just want to encourage you this morning. God bless you. Um, like I said, connect with us and we will be on and we will put out our schedule of our um, interviews and talks. And we're going to have those once a week um, and we'll have an opportunity for you to also join in if you would like to um, provide some insight or even encourage others with your testimony um, as it pertains to some of the things that we share. Amen. Um, but God bless you. Have a great, wonderful day. And I pray that God continues to um, keep us all in this hour, um, especially with the things that are going on in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on the Becoming One podcast. We request that you please like, share and subscribe to our station, YouTube channel and Facebook page. Remember to pursue peace in a divided world. We, the church, must organize, neutralize, and evangelize. Let's become one.